Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre of the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Patreon is an incredible way for projects like this to get an extra boost. Visit patreon.com slash theaterthenow to learn how you can support the podcast. It's so simple to do. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. taking a break from tapping our apps to talk about episode three of rupaul's drag race season 10 and joining me today is a lady who flew all the way from broadway to be here go 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 coco it's coco taylor <laughs> hello how are you i'm good how are you good i had to throw in that little um broadway a little broadway there. you know get off the nine to five if you don't know i work nine to five on broadway and then i moonlight in it a little yeah bit. a little bit a little bit <laughs> oh my god what would happen if coco was on broadway um i would demand Higher pay, and I'd have an equity cot in every room. Of course, of just course. for naps. What would Coco star in? Oof, you know. Well, I have a, a titular role. You know, oh, yeah. Coco, Coco, a very um, little-known musical about Coco Chanel mm-hmm. that starred Catherine Hepburn in her one singing role. Sure, sure, singing. Let's go with that. Yeah, um, which I feel like I, I can, I can probably do. So let's just wait like thirty years for that, and then Great. we'll bring that back. Amazing. Well, we're here to talk about the latest episode of Drag Race. Yes. What did you watch last night? Um, so last night, I was at Harlem Nights, okay, um, okay. which is uh, up in Harlem, and they've been doing Drag Race viewings um, since All Stars. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I started doing some hosting there. I was off last night, because mm-hmm. I knew I had to prepare. Um, so I sat, and I drank, and I had some, some fried pickles. Oh, yummy. Uh-huh. Um, and then I rewatched today. Nice. Yeah. I was at the West End mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was the place to be because yep. everything was happening after the show and I couldn't be late for that. Correct. I feel but like they should probably give you some sort of like frequent flyer card for going to the West End. You would think. The owner the other last night actually was like, you probably spend like $300 a week like going to see Drag. I was like, no. He's like, what? You don't do like two drink minimum? I was like, no. No. If I can get away with a drink, that's what I will you do. You have to pace yourself. But not everybody is a two-drink minimum, John. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I support the West End. Yes, we love the West End. At Rock Bar, we're a two-drink maximum, so you can make it home. True, because yep. it's a heavy pour. Mm-hmm. See, I will not do a mixed drink there. I only will do beer yep. because I don't want to die. Correct. Or make a fool out of myself. Correct. Especially when I'm doing a four-show marathon yes. like I did on Tuesday. Like you did on Tuesday, and you had to that make it all lot. the way through. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> but it was a great, great, great show. So, let's talk about the episode. Yes. After the elimination, Eureka is shook that she was so close to going home. Mm. And the vixen is congratulated for her win. And as she says, she didn't get here by accident. Cue Aquaria stay face. Mm-hmm. Like, cut right to Aquaria. This is a theme we will talk about a lot mm-hmm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. So we get a big reveal that Eureka gave um, the vixen the hair mm-hmm. and said that's why she should win. Aquaria, of course, has a comment and thinks it's curious that her best drag look is comprised of someone else's wig. I agree. But, but, yeah. but I mean... Here, here's the tea. Here's the thing. Because these girls know, at least, I feel like they at least know the runways. Absolutely. They don't know what in order they're coming. They know that they have to bring something for this or, you know, be a duck runway. So, if you know it's coming, why didn't you bring it? Well, later, I mean, she does say that she had a red wig that Mm -hmm. she could have worn. I guess the other one was better. Sure. Still, that's not really, I mean, be confident in your own stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, whatever. (laughs) Monique didn't think that she was the worst because she sold it and calls back to her card look as to why she's a crafty queen. Mm -hmm. Card look, crafty, amazing. Cookie Monster? Nope. No. No. Nope, 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 nope. It just, it reminded me so much before she took it off. Of the terrifying cookie monsters in Times Square. Yeah. That I run away from because I'm so scared of bed bugs. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to the Times Square movie theater all the time, don't you? All the time. All the time. And just sit right in those bed bug seats. Yes. <laughs> well, as the Vixen says, if you're not gonna if you're not getting what you think, step your pussy up. Mm-hmm. We'll see if she does that this episode. That's a challenge. So the next day, the Vixen is feeling confident and wants to win again and again and again. I'll tell you who is not winning. 
It's Aquaria and that Burberry Beret. It keeps no coming. It's disgusting. It, it, I, I understand her wanting to wear fashion and, you know, being a Burberry girl. And yeah. it, it, she looks like a cartoon Scotsman. Yeah, it was not good. It was no. not cute. No. Yeah. So Rue comes in to announce the mini challenge, and it's a screen test for RuPaul's provocative new chocolate bar campaign. All you got to do is make her laugh. Remember, that's all you have to do on Drag Race. That's it. Make Rue laugh. You have one audience member. So it's time for quick drag, and some are good, some mm-hmm. are just bad. I, I am. I will say interjectedly that I'm a little over the quick drag, mm-hmm. only in that it's come twice in a row at the beginning of the season. Sure. You know, I think you've talked before about the writers and what what they are doing, and I yeah. I wish there was some variation. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they have to save, like, if they're going to do um, the puppet challenge, they have to wait till there's a certain amount of queens. Mm-hmm. They have to wait for the reading challenge for a certain amount of queens. Maybe we are oversaturated yeah. with 14. Yeah. But that's 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 fine. Come up with something different. Yeah, write some new things. Like And, and quick drag is fun, but... There are some hot men. Yeah, we, we, we've played a lot of them. games before yeah. like, where you had to, like, play hangman with the booties and mm-hmm. shit. Like, there, there was that mini golf game with the yeah. swinging balls. Like, there, there are things you guys can do. Mm-hmm. Change it up. But what I will say is I'd rather do quick drag every week than not have mini challenges. Correct. Correct. That's I miss them yeah. so much. So we're going to go through each girl and... Talk about their quick drag um, mm-hmm. screen tests. First was Miss Cracker. Mm-hmm. She introduces herself. My name is Miss Cracker, but you can call me what they call me on the streets of Harlem. What the? Mm-hmm. Funny, funny. It's funny. I I felt like she was a little nervous. She seemed a to be bit. a little stilted, which yeah. was so weird for me because she's so funny. She's so funny, and so witty. Her quick drag is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts with a monologue as the chocolate bar, and then she wonders if this is an episode of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make a confession. I just started watching Twin Peaks a couple weeks ago. You are weeks ahead of me because I have never started it. There you go. And I need to. Gina Tonic, don't be mad. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Gina. Next up was Mayhem Miller. Mm-hmm. She looks mighty fine. She's like very fresh and yes. soft. Very soft lady. Like mm-hmm. soft, soft woman. Although I do feel like I know... That bodysuit that she was wearing. Because every drag queen has every a drag queen. You know what it is? I'm gonna I'm gonna spill it. Mm-hmm. Forever twenty one. That is Ooh. a Forever Twenty One bodysuit. Does Coco suit. Taylor have it? Uh, she does not, because Miss Coco Taylor has to shop in Forever Twenty One Plus. Oh, oh um, and they don't have that one down there. Wow. Yeah, I have some other ones. I have some other ones from there. But. Well, Mayhem's cat was very mellow as she was meowing. Next up was Dusty, and mm-hmm. that is a man in women's clothing yet again. Yep. yep. Um, and That's her, a man boy. Yeah. Her line was, oh, it's nutty, I love nuts in my mouth. That's Got dusty. it. That's Dusty in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next is Aquaria. Mm-hmm. First image we get of her is her chomping down on the chocolate in a very unladylike fashion. You can tell she's so uncomfortable to do it. Yes. She yes. does not want to be unattractive. Mm-hmm. But she looks incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looks now, amazing. What I find is sometimes very, very pretty attractive people are very stupid. Mm-hmm. And we see this immediately because she's asked asked to sing the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. and instead we get the Star Spangled Banner. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Went right from Pledge of Allegiance to National Anthem. I'm surprised she didn't, like, throw in a God Bless America in there. I, I'm not sh- Like, I hope she's aware. Yes. I hope so. But I don't think she's No, 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 no. But she's pretty. She's very oh, pretty. she's pretty. She's very pretty. Um, next is the Vixen, another mm-hmm. man. Yep. Um, her barks are very Scooby-like. Oh, Scooby-Doo, like, immediately. And thankfully not shaggy, or not right. shaggy, scrappy. 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 Right. Nobody wants scrappy. Very Scooby. Um, I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was cute. Yeah. Blair St. Clair. She literally looks like Anne Morgan in Bye Bye Birdie. See, what's funny is I thought Twiggy. Okay. I was I was with you, though, on, mm-hmm. like, I, that is where I want to see her. She's I want to so... hear her sing how lovely it is to be a woman. Right? Let's do it. Let's hear it. Done. Um, she's adorable trying to be naughty, and mm-hmm. I'm personally here for it. <laughs> I know you are. Um, I know how you feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She danced for money back home. Mm-hmm. Cute. She's a tap queen. Yep. I wouldn't mind snuggling with Blair. Yeah. You could be a little chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Snuggle up with her. Mm-hmm. Although she's so uncomfortable. She's like barely pressing her face up against it. And but that was an acting choice. It was. It was. It was a choices. choice. Choices. Eureka! Mama mm-hmm. Walt! I don't think she got the assignment. <sighs> no. But she still made it funny. Like, 
I don't know. She mm, sure, go. she yeah. looked like she looked like that one lady at the, the at the DMV who really thinks she's dressed sexy that day. Yeah. Um, and I don't think she got the. And you're right. She did not understand the assignment. She she did not understand the assignment. She's she's never been in an acting class. No, before. no. <laughs> Cameron Michaels, her quick drag was an improvement on last week. Yep. Um, she's asked to read the ingredients, and I'm not sure if she was attempting to be a Russian hooker or what that. Can she not was. read the word salt? I th- I think she was trying. Like that's the thing. I think she was going for an accent, but uh-huh. then it wasn't an accent. Sure. I'm not sure though. Sure. Like for me, when I try to do like any accent and it just turns Irish, right? I feel like she just tried an accent and then it just disappeared. Right. I think I I'm hoping like if we ever were to see like. The uncut version. Mm-hmm. We see. Un- I we would love to why. see the uncut version of Miss Cameron, Cameron Michaels. Of course you would. Oh, ah, she's not my type. She's not my type. I know. I know. Asia O'Hara. Mm-hmm. She, she looks great. Yeah. Um, talking with her mouthful was funny. Yep. But we move right into Monet, who apparently she's an Irish girl from Northern Ireland? Question mark. Where did that come from? Was it just the hair? I think so. I think so. You come out with green hair and you're Irish. I think so. And I kind of, I, I mean, I'm into it. I thought it was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, although I thought for a second she was more from the south side of Ireland. Yeah. Um, but I'm into it. I'm yeah. into it. So her Irish jig is bouncing her titties up mm-hmm. and down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. I just hate those glasses. Just get rid of the glasses. I'm done. I'm over them. The glasses. And it, it's, I didn't realize until watching, rewatching this episode that she shaves her eyebrows. Yeah. So I realized some of the glasses are covering that. Yes. But she ends up looking like um, the, she looks like Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise. Yes. She looks like him as a tortoise man. Correct. Turtle. So, turtle. 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 Lose him. Yeah. Um, she's trying to be whoopy, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Yuha, Come on, mm. fishy queen. I like the international take on her character, but it was very quick. Yeah. Not much to do. I'd love to see um, more. Like, I would have loved her to go, to, to go like, full... I, I hate to be the stereotype, but to be more... <laughs> yeah. And then, because you could see Rue, or hear Rue of this otherworldly voice, try to get her to go there, Yeah. and it just didn't get there. Yeah. It's, un- it's a shame, but... Yeah. Monique, her British accent is hilarious. Um, that's the worst Jamaican accent I've ever heard. They haven't even seen All Stars yet. No. We, we we called out to All Stars. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, the only thing I will say that I noticed is um, her British accent. She then said the word vivace, vivacious. Uh-huh. That's how vivacious talks. I didn't realize it until the... she Vivacious has this sort of like fake mama, mama british mm-hmm. um just so funny i didn't know if that was on purpose or maybe not. who knows but those boobs are going to be a recurring theme for her in this episode <sighs> those brown pillow sacks they were pillow sacks yeah i guess she can't afford the breastplate sure yeah you, you make now do. she can now, now she, she can, can. Now she get can. yourself one girl yeah so the winners are blair monique and monet um do you agree yes yes yeah. i mean blair i've been waiting for her to pull out these theater chops for her to be you know, the acting queen that I know she is, and she was very funny. Um, Monet, I mean, yeah, she's just giving me that black Irish, like, south side, um, south side of Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, Monique was funny. She, she was went funny. for it. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Finally, Rue makes a good decision. Yeah. So, the teams. <laughs> Team End of Days is Blair, Ms. Cracker, Eureka, and the Vixen. Mm-hmm. Team Fibster is Monique, Dusty Ray Bottoms, Cameron, and Mayhem. And Team Madam Butterface, Monet, Asia O'Hara, Aquaria, and Yuha. Mm. Yes. Before we like get into all that, can we discuss Rue's sultry voice? Yes. Very soft. So, this is what I heard. And I wasn't even there. But somebody was at... Monet's viewing party last night and Monet Exchange had spilt the tea and it's not even tea but RuPaul was sick and had lost her voice. Oh no. So she was still there but everything was very quiet and very still and if you notice later and we'll get into it she is silent during the critiques Yes. and she kind of let the judges which I loved I love to hear more from everybody else Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently she was just fighting laryngitis. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. Poor girl. Well, Team Fibster is first. Dusty is going to play the crazy stra- straight jacket girl. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is collaborating and Mayhem is silent. Mm-hmm. And Monique is going to cut up her wigs if she's in the bottom because of Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. It, it's so weird because I know Mayhem is so smart and funny. Yeah. And would have been all over this, but I... 
could literally see her retreating into herself. Yeah. Because she wasn't, I guess, giving the same that the other queens were. Yeah. She wasn't, like, coming up with these... Because Dusty, you can't keep up with. No. I know Dusty. You can't keep up with Dusty. But you gotta try. Yeah. Over on Team Madam Butterface, Yuha doesn't realize that they don't have to come up with a name for the app because it's already done yep. for them. Yep. Um, and Yuha just isn't getting the challenge. And Monet is not feeling that. Yeah. Like, doesn't understand it. She's start, starting to talk about healthy versus unhealthy and... That's not what this is. I guess maybe the joke was literally lost in translation to her. Yeah. And that's what I always worry about with these queens who are, I mean, Yuha moved here when she was seven, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, she's ESL. English is yeah. her second language. You see it with a bunch of the Spanish queens. Mm-hmm. Things get lost. And it's so disheartening to me because I know these queens are smart and I know yeah. they have ideas, but they're misunderstanding the assignments. Yeah. So Team End of Days, led by Baby, Bla- Baby Blair. And she's mm-hmm. doing Baby Blair. Well. Uh, she looks kind of cute with the backward hat. Yeah. I was, I was feeling it. Yeah. Because I don't like that, like, really, like, perfectly manicured hair she does. Correct. Like, loosen yeah. up a little bitch. Yeah. She does, um, it, it feels like, um, uh, the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. Like, she has that, like, painted on, beautiful hair. I'm sure she knows a thing about having something stuck up her butt. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Back to it. Eureka wants to use her size to be comedic, and the Vixen is, of course, critical about this. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, I wonder if that is because Vixen doesn't have anything like that to fall back on. Because, you know, I, I hate to say this, and pun intended, it could be Eureka's crutch mm-hmm. for her to use her size and be funny in her Absolutely. size. But it's something she's learned to use. Absolutely. I feel like the Vixen doesn't have that. She is, I'm a tan. I'm out of tan all the time. Yeah. So, Which we'll get back to later. We'll hit that. So, we'll yeah. hit that. So Cameron is starting to paint and asks if she should narrate because she wrote the lines. Mm-hmm. Mayhem wanted to play the role because she doesn't have any other lines without it. Foreshadow. Yes. Not good. Here's what I didn't like. They are writing these scripts. They are writing the sketches. Nobody thought to even out the parts. You're going to have Cameron play the narrator and also play, I forget her name, Tiffany at the computer? Cammy. 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 From Street Fighter 2. Cammy. And nobody thought, oh, Mayhem has nothing to say. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to that their team, because mm-hmm. watching it the second time, I was like, oh, I think now I get the joke. Yeah. Also, not a good joke. Um, so, Yuha wants a nose, but the rest of her team says no. Mm-hmm. She thinks they're starting to attack her over it, and oh, nose, she better don't. <laughs> oh, nose. No nose is good nose. Yeah. And I'm wondering, too, if she... They, they were gone, obviously, because Aquaria used three, um, and Asia had one. Uh, and they're already glued on by that point. Right. So it's not even like we can give you one. We're not keeping them away from you. You're too late. Yeah, but like, too I, late. I feel like there could have been other things to make her ugly. Yes. We'll, we'll get to it. But mm-hmm. Again, lost in translation, I yep. guess. So Monique starts to micromanage, and Aquaria goes over to Monet to tell on not ugly Yuha. Mm-hmm. Monet goes over to her, and Yuha says she's going to do dots, and that's shade to Dusty. Yep. Yep, pretty face with dots. That's Dusty's gig. I wish they would have just like went right to Dusty on Correct. that one, but Shh. it's okay. So Monique suggests Yuha to look like Monet after she's twirled, high kicked, and platypus death drop. Mm-hmm. What is a platypus death drop? I don't know, but I feel like if I would ever do a death drop, that's what it would be. I hope you do it soon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'll pull out a platypus death drop. Yeah. Ask Ask Petty Cake to help you with a death drop. Done. Done. So Monet says she's got the luck of the sponge on her side, and of course Asia is not here for this motherfucking sponge. Nope. As she says, it didn't work the first time, Monet, but Monet claps back and says she's here, and Vanessa is vanging somewhere else. Miss Cue Vangie. the chorus of Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss it, everyone. I Everybody. love it. And I love it because it, it caught on in the workroom, and it's caught on out here in the real yeah. world. Do you, is vanging now a verb? Oh. I feel like no, because it is too close to vajazzle. Vajazzle, okay. Which makes me uncomfortable. So, you, if, if, but if someone was vanging, mm-hmm. what, what does that mean? What does it mean to vanging? Um, I would feel like instead of exit gracefully, exit memorably. Okay, okay. That there you go. Definition. That's definition. Urban, Urban, Urban dictionary. Done. Got it. <laughs> so it's time for filming, and mm-hmm. Carson and Michelle direct the groups. Cool. Yep. Great. First up is Fibster. All right, liars make us believe it. Cameron is very dry as a narrator, and mm-hmm. Mayhem thinks she would have done better. Sure. 
Monique starts to self-direct, and Michelle and Carson cannot control themselves. I don't get it, girl. It's funny. It's so funny, but... She's so unaware. There's been a couple times now where I'm like, have you watched the show? Yeah. Because we've done, not this specific challenge, but we've done these acting challenges. You've seen how it works. Michelle and Carson sit there, they direct, or Ross sits there and directs. Where'd you come in directing wise? I, I feel like she must have been told like you're the director of the scene, so she's oh, like, okay, yeah. I'm doing it, but didn't sure. realize like once you're what with that them. means. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so Mayhem only has four and a half minutes to film, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. She's trying to be a domina- dominatrix for a pit crew, Bryce. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind taking a role for her. I, I would. Yes. Now please remind me, Bryce is the ginger. Yes. Everyone, straight is, one. Everyone was all about, and that just makes so much sense if he's the straight one. He's the straight one because we do love them. Yeah, um, straight boys. Oh okay. my god, flirting with straight boys is so much fun. <sighs> I'm too old for it. Why? I don't know. I just, I did it so much in high school. No. Um, but I guess maybe I can go back to it. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, go to Rock Bar and do it. <laughs> oh, we don't get that many there at Rock no, Bar. No, never. They, no. It is so far they down the street. They don't swim over from Jersey? No. I wish they did. Maybe we could, we could work on like a PATH train discount. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we free drink with your PATH train ticket. Exactly. <laughs> All right, next up is End of Days. Mm-hmm. Blair is overprepared and over the top. It's cute when she says she's a virgin. Yes. Because, honestly, at this point, it could actually be true. It could it's be not, true. It, it could be true. Like, I, I believe her. Like, she just got off the bus yeah. from St. Paul or, you know, no shade to the Twin Cities, yeah. wherever they come from. Eureka smacks Cracker in the face with a purse. Um, and she's okay because drag is a contact sport. Yes. This, I have to say, was triggering for me. Uh-oh. I had a terrible experience in college, Uh-oh. college theater kids, um, where we were auditioning for, God, I want to say it was like hay fever, mm-hmm. like a Noel Coward, and a girl I was doing the scene with, without even checking in with me, instead of doing the stage slap, just slapped my face of in front course. of everyone. But I love it because Cracker takes it and then makes it a joke, mm-hmm. which is hopefully what I did back then, but I don't think I did. No, you didn't no. do a hissy fit? I did not. I did not. That's good. That's good. So, hey, new pit crew fella. Hey. His name, I'm going to say this wrong, I'm sure. Asaf Gorin. Yes, He was I think also a competitor on Are You The One mm-hmm. and Worst Cooks in America. Yeah, he's making the rounds. I did not watch Are You The One 4 because as a reality TV-holic, mm-hmm. I watched the challenge, and like you, then they forced those Are You The One Kids on that show. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I watched like the first two or three seasons, like, I can't get through Are You The One. Yeah. But but now you can watch them on this. You can watch them on this, just naked. Yeah. That's cool. Great. Um, but I think the highlight for their scene was Cracker and Eureka eating their yeah. face. Hand, hands down. And what's funny is, I didn't catch it on the first time viewing. I didn't know that Eureka had planned that and was asking who was going to be her lesbian lover. I thought it was in the moment. And I thought it was genius. No, she was ready. She was ready. She's ready. Team Madam Butterface. Mm. Monet says she was typecast as the pretty one because she's the pretty one, not Aquaria. Sure. Go for sure. it. Believe you what go, you want. Girl. You want. Live your truth. Let's just talk about Asia's face to the fucking scenery, girl. <sighs> like, so good. It was good. Like, she had, like, crawled out of the Natural History Museum diorama <laughs> yes. and come to life, and I was here for it. It was great. Yuha isn't really getting it, and, nope. I mean, she's ugly, but not. Th- this podcast is brought to you by the movie Lost in Translation. Yeah. That is what happened this entire episode. It was not good. No. So, Aquaria calls the Yuha, this Yuha a... Uh, do da moment, and she starts to fangirl over Drag Race, and actually, that was really cute. It was really cute, but it also reminds me she is a girl who is 21 and has grown up with this show. Absolutely. So that is what her references are. Yeah. So when she hears things like that, she immediately thinks about the Drag Race, which makes me think that's what she's living up to, which oh, we'll get course. into later. Like, she thinks she knows she what the show is, is. and She wants the memes. She wants the moments. She yep. wants to be on all of the little gay boys lists yeah. that they make on YouTube. Yep, or doing the tumblers or the yeah. reddits, what the kids do. She she is living for the TV moments, and I don't think she's TV ready. Correct. And it's coming back mm-hmm. right on her. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's Elimination Day. Blair talks to Eureka about missing her mommy, mm-hmm. and it's so cute. Just forget about your mommy. I'm your daddy. Call me. <laughs> Call me. You can buy her a better changing robe. 
Oh, I could. Because it had a big old tear in the shoulder. Mm, but okay. she stole it from her, like, college's cat on yeah. a tin roof no production. So the drama of Eureka's wig on the Vixen's best dragon mm-hmm. comes up again. Mm-hmm. Aquarius tries to stir it up with a Vixen, but the itsy-bitsy spider saved Aquarius' <laughs> life. God bless Those that spider. girls queened out over Oh, once. my God. Now, are you afraid of spiders? I'm not. Okay. So, because I grew up in the country... There was a lot of bugs. There was a lot of, like, things. And so I just got used to it. Yeah. I am I am the bug killer in our house. Mm-hmm. I'm the bug killer, crusher, everything. Yeah, I don't mind bugs. I'm fine with bugs. Yeah. The thing that I don't do are rodents. Oh, okay. I don't like rodents. Don't like seeing them. Don't like smelling them. No. Kicking no. them down the subway. No. Okay. No. No. Nope. Well, nope. hopefully it'll never get there on the workroom. A spider is understandable. If there are rodents, we got some talk to do World of Wonder. Yeah, yeah. I don't like rodents. It's okay. So Blair discusses that she grew up, grew up in a very religious mm-hmm, household, mm-hmm. but that they her parents are very supportive, and that leads to Dusty's reveal of her parents never seeing her perform in drag. Which I never knew. I mean, I've seen Dusty around, and I follow her on on the socials, but I had no idea she had this history. Now, this may, I may be getting in trouble for revealing this, but... Revealing. Um, for those who live in New York City and are aware of that little show called Shade, mm-hmm. um, the original cast included, um, the original cast that was supposed to be on included Dusty oh. and Monet. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously they had to turn that down and mm-hmm. then they were replaced with, I think, four girls. It was yeah. a lot. Um, but part of Dusty's storyline was going to be the oh. And that was a big sticking point because... That yeah. meant the family had to be involved. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that was going to happen. That's so. a lot of that's a lot there. Yeah, but yeah. It, but on Drag Race, this was a really beautiful moment for yeah. Dusty. And what's lovely is I've seen now that we've had the full day, I've seen everybody come out on Facebook and Twitter and thank her. Mm-hmm. And you know, not only just like girls who have gone through that, girls who didn't realize that she had gone through that, that it it became sort of this thing after yeah. the episode. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was really beautiful. Um, her family doesn't know that she's on the show, mm-hmm. and she discusses her coming out and how she was exercised and had conversion therapy. Mm-hmm. But there's a happy ending because she did find success in love with her incredible fiance yeah. Mark. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that she is the voice of the community that we need right now. Yeah. And I also love it too because as much as I say, you know, the happy feelings about people discovering her and people sympathizing with her plight there's the other half of the internet that are like who's that fiance he's a snack i need him like you're welcome mark yeah mark um (laughs) i mean i think they are open they like bringing guest stars sure everybody loves a good season three guest star exactly uh, so Monique is grateful to hear everyone's truth and their stories, mm-hmm. and Monet reveals that she goes to church and drag every Sunday yep. morning, invites all the girls to go with her when they're in the city, and Aquaria tries to make a joke so Ugh. she'll meet them at brunch. I get what she was going for. I get it. Horrible just, tactic. Just horrible tactic. time. I literally, in the bar, screamed out, don't joke about that. Yes. Because it was that moment, and instead of, you know, turning it, she just went... Ugh, yeah. She, again, proved why she's 21 years old. Correct. So cue the Vixen mm-hmm. versus Aquaria again. And I don't know the rules. I don't know where people are in the workroom, if it's for a reason. or They pick just, it. They pick it. So Aquaria and Vixen being two stations away. They picked it on day one. Yeah. If only they knew. Yeah. So Aquaria calls the Vixen a bitch for continuing to come after her. Mm-hmm. Aquaria wants the Vixen to stop, but she always needs to get the last word. Yep. Vixen is a pit bull, pit bull, and she will get the last bite. Yep. But she this is, again, not the last time we will talk about this, no. this episode. No, 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 no. We're going to move on to the runway. Yep. And as you know, I like playing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to play, and this is a really bad game because it was hard for me to think of something today. Okay. It's called Tap That App or Fly, Fly Away. Okay. Tap That App or Fly, Fly Away. I felt like bringing a little Broadway into yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I like Come that. Fly Away. I didn't see that show. No, that's not the song I was referencing. Oh, are you doing Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. Okay, good. That Sorry. song is incredible. It is. Wow. You have to take <sighs> your Broadway card away. Gone. Take you. it away. My right. equity card, gone. So, I don't have an equity card. I do. I haven't ever paid my bill in a while. They want to take it away from me. Yep. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not using it. So. There are other free bathrooms in Times Square. Go to the Marriott Marquis. It's true. You don't need the equity lounge anymore. It's true. <laughs> anyway, Blair. Okay. 
on first look, her white and gold feather frock was stunning. Mm-hmm. But then the other girls came out, and I started to second guess that. Correct. I liked it in the moment. I always like to go back because they, if they are good, they will post it on Instagram. Yes. She did. That is a gold dress with feathers glued on it. Yes. Apparently by her mom. Right, because she ordered something, it didn't come in time, yep. and this is what happened. She looked cute. She looked cute. But if you're going to do that, you have to do it with intention. Mm-hmm. And the feathers were not placed with intention. There was no shape. She is a skinny little boy. She, she's skinny. She needs to add some shape to her. Yeah. I want to see her with some hips. Yeah. Well, regardless, maybe I'm biased. I would tap that up. Sure. Um... This outfit, fly, fly away. Okay, it's fine, it's fine. Yep, yep. Ms. Cracker. Love the blue and mm-hmm. black look on her with the gold accents. So she tells the story about her friend on the day he died that a bluebird started building a nest on her fire escape. And I honestly thought there was going to be a Joker punchline, but this was Cracker at her sincerest. Yeah. I felt bad afterwards, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she has to understand that's what people are going to think. Correct. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Again, going back onto the Instagram today... It's another story of something not arriving. Um, the designer had actually planned these beautiful hand-painted gloves uh-huh. and boots that went from the black to the blue. Mm-hmm. And that would have tied it so beautifully together for yeah. me because her arms were bare. She was wearing these little heels and the dress was so amazing. Yeah. But the dress I love so much, I'm going to say tap that app. I would tap that app also. Yep. Eureka, come on, Cersei Lannister. Come on. The loaf is huge. The black feathers are fierce. I would say this is her best drag. Yes. Why this was not, I mean, because it's for the feathers challenge, but this was her best drag. The only thing that I would say, I'm still going to, I'm still going to tap that app. I wish the loaf, because the look is so monochromatic, I wish the loaf was stark white. Okay. And she was just black and white. Yeah. But that's the Kathy Zuber, like, love in me. Yeah. I would tap that app. Tap it. The Vixen. Mm. I love a good peacock look. Yep. The train floats beautifully. I like the short bob, but I wish it was a tad darker. Yes. The color was a little bit off. It was bright. Yes. And I I am one, and, you know, I always run my outfits by my husband, and he always edits me down because I always want to add so much to it. I wish there was something on her arms. Yeah. Because she has this little, you know, mini skirt. She has the top and this beautiful tail. But then that's it. Yeah. Nothing on the head, nothing on the arms. Yeah. So. Well, I would tap that out. I would tap it. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, you know what's the first thing my husband, I'm just going to brag about him. The first thing he said when that came out, it's bad luck to wear peacock feathers inside. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Most customers will not use peacock feathers. I mean, I'm not saying these were real ones, but apparently it's a, it's a thing. It's bad luck. Interesting. But worked out for the Vixen. Yeah, it did. Yep. Monique. Mm. She is so angelic. Simply stunning in white and gold. Mm-hmm. I love the hair. She's a goddess. Yep. I am going to say tap that app. And mostly because, you know what it reminded me of? What? She-Ra. Okay. It was the white and gold with the feathers. I just, the only, the only fly fly away that I'll say is that that was a basic, like, lingerie boudoir robe. On the bottom. True, true. Great top, terrible bottom. Yeah. Story of our lives. It's true. Ah! I will tap that out. Tap that out. Next, Mayhem. Mm. I can't even look at the garment because the eyes still focus. I just don't understand why. I don't get it. I appreciate the pink feathers because it was different. Mm-hmm. I didn't love how the bl- the black and pink intermingled down the legs. Yep. Um, it didn't look right. And can we talk about the back? It Here's ruined the, deal. the illusion. If you're going to do a nude illusion like that, you can't do it that low on your back. No. Because guess what? Like a half loop stitch on China Silk, it's going to pucker. So you're going to look like you have a back roll, and then you're going to put a different color zipper on it. So suddenly you're a woman with a zipper on her back? Yeah. It was it was not good. Yeah. Either show your back mm-hmm. or, or put feathers back on it. It just didn't look right. Yeah. And the other thing for me, flipping it around, no boobs. She's wearing no boobs, and she's not contouring them at all so all i see is a man chest yeah and it ruins the whole thing oh we're gonna go get that's that's a fly fly away it was definitely a fly fly yeah dusty Mm. this was not good i don't Mm. know if it was because it was different look for her sure but something was very off yeah i don't know if it was in the concept of it or in the execution i mean her mug was horrible Mm -hmm. the hair color didn't match the rest of the outfit it just it looked really pedestrian and now somebody somebody online today had said that 
you know, Dusty was spending so much time talking today, um, today, so much time talking in the workroom because she had that great story. Did she lose time on her makeup? No, I think this is this what was she separate. was going for. This was what she was going for. Because yeah. it was very, like, this is going DC Comics on you, but Poison Ivy meets Hawk Girl, but they never meshed. So she just had this corset with a cage on the bottom. Yeah. And we saw that from Cracker done better. Mm-hmm. It was this basically the same outfit, just levels. Yeah, fly, 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 away. fly away. Cameron, okay, shoot. Mm. Mm. Bird witch. Mm-hmm. Those shoulder pads were giving me life. The mug was sensational. This is the best we've seen from Cameron in best. this competition. That, again, best drag. I was not expecting it from her. Neither was I. I've never seen her look this good. Yeah. Um, and that headpiece. It had well, like the, the little horns and the like little and the skull skull at the front. Yeah. I was ready to drink from whatever cup of blood she had. Mm-hmm. She was great. Yeah. I would tap that I'd out. Tap it. Monet. Mm. She called it 18th century. I think it's more flapper. Sure. I didn't love the short gloves. I wish they were able, elbow length. I wish they were elbow length, and I wish they were the same color. Yes. Because if you would look in a photo and not on the episode, mm-hmm. they are slightly yeah. lighter. Or if, you're, if they're not the right color, go white. Yep. Go white. Everybody go loves black. a white glove. Do what you want to do. White or black glove. Um, I like the stone and feather combo, because mm-hmm. everyone else went like full feather. Yeah. She was like, I'm just going to add a little feather yeah. on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would tap that out. I, I, I'm really split, because I also didn't like the two-piece. That I, was weird. Yes. Because it wasn't extreme, it was so close that it yeah. almost looked like she just ripped it. Maybe um, she did, I don't know. But that being said, looking today, she had described it as more sugar Avery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that I get. Now I get it. Yeah, okay. So in that thinking, I'm going to tap that app. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Asia. Mm. Mm. I'm going to be in the minority on this. <sighs> I know it's drag. I know it's campy. Uh-huh. I loathed it. Wow. Okay. Tweety plays a very special place in my mm-hmm. heart. This destroyed it for me. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get it. Like, if you're going to do Tweety, like, to this extreme, you're yeah. going to do the eyes, like, then I need the nose somewhere. I, I yeah. need the orange. Okay. I need the mouth. Yep. I need, I need yep. something. Like, not just and the eyes, because then we're getting back into correct. Monique and Cookie Monster. You're just wearing the look. And I'm going to, again, last night, me and my husband are watching. And he, as you know, a costume person, was like, "She needs to have a triangle, yeah, right at the couch." Or, or if it, if it wasn't going to be that, and you mm-hmm. wanted a full body, yep. then it needed to be shortened, yeah, and she needed to wear orange heels, yeah, yeah, and the heels become the beak, and yeah, it was, it was wrong. It was so weird for me because I loved it, but I hated again, it with so you, much. They, I, I'm from California. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, a lot of ladies of a certain age who will get a Tweety Bird tattoo. Like, that is their thing. Or they're wearing, like, the big old, like, denim jacket with the Tweety Bird on the back. Um, it's a certain lady. And I love them. Um, I thought, this is going to sound terrible, when she first came out, because the hair was covered in the face, because she had the contacts in, I was very nervous somebody had done blackface. Because her face is so beat beautifully, it, it kind of looked like some girl had put on, like, some really, like, dark foundation to look like Tweety Bird, and I was very nervous. Yeah. But... I like the camp of it. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to tap that out. You're allowed to. I yeah. fly, fly, fly far, far. All right. With Split. Yuha. Mm. I liked it. Okay. I think it fit her well. Mm-hmm. The red hair worked for me. It did remind me of Acid Betty's dress with the birds. Sure. Um, sure. Which we know is now clearly cursed. Don't mm-hmm. ever do that. Yep. Don't, don't put, put a, birds on Don't you. put birds on a pole and yeah. stick it to you. Um, I didn't mind it. Okay. Compared to some other looks, I thought it was better. Sure. I could see that. Because uh, the bottom was so great. Right. The, her body. And her... I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I like the wig. I wish it tied to the birds. Like, maybe the birds were pulling the hair mm-hmm. and there was hair on the poles. Um, but I think it's better than some of the other ones we saw. So I would say tap. Like, I mean, we'll get to the judges' critique yeah. shortly. But, like, what color hair was Michelle wanting? Black? Yeah. You just because want... then you'd be like black, black on black. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, white maybe, but the red, like for me, like if you're doing death and evil, black and red are the colors. Yes. So I'm, Michelle's bothering me this year. Mm, we'll we'll get to her. Yeah, we'll talk about her. Aquaria. Uh, it's sensational. Mm-hmm. There's a story behind it, but again, 
No tits. No tits. But and... with this garment, because of the way it sat, mm-hmm. it gave a little bit of padding. So maybe she was like a very small-breasted woman. Yes. But I'm. I don't like if if it's her thing not to do boobs. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's her. That's great. Yeah. But I feel like we've gotten to the point on Drag Race where we expected, and people have gotten clocked for it before. Yes. Why are we giving Aquaria the free pass? Because mm-hmm. she is a. Uh, she's a very fit, skinny girl, and she wears these outfits that... And I, I wouldn't clock her for it if she didn't have her chest out all the time. I agree. Like, if it's going to be covered and you are having it just because that's how it fits, great. But if you're going to have cleavage, like, give me some titty. Yeah. That That's the first and last time you'll ever hear me say that in my life. Give me some titty. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's like she can paint her face so well. Mm-hmm. That's probably the pass we give her. Yeah. Any other queen in New York City who's like a baby queen who like paints decently okay mm-hmm. but doesn't pad or doesn't wear boobs, we scream at them. Yeah. Like, put something on. Yeah. But Aquaria, we don't. No. Yeah. I don't know That's what weird. that is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to talk about those apps that we film. <sighs> We're going to go in order. We'll talk about yep. the highs and the lows and the mostly lows. Yep. End of days. The Vixen was strange. Mm-hmm. It really was all about Blair. Yeah. This was her coming out uh, so this was an app for Doomsday Preppers, mm-hmm. and I loved Cracker's demonic voice. It was yep. very funny. Um, small, tiny theatrical critique from me. Uh-huh. Yes, do that dramaturgy. Blair showed a blank screen when she said she got a hit. Uh-huh. That's theatrically wrong. You don't do it. You know, if you have a fake phone on stage, you keep it to yourself. Yep, correct, because we are going like, to see that. And Look! Because like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay. yeah. like, it wasn't even campy the way she did it. No. Um, so that was my biggest thing, but I think the best tagline was Armageddon laid tonight. I loved that. Yeah. I am a little sad in the missed opportunity. There was no prep jokes. Prep is very hot right now. Correct. And you're having doomsday prep and nobody's mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just needed like, a, I've got my prep right here and it's a pill bottle. Sure, but. sure, sure. Well, they they got all their pills last week. So. Correct. We got all the pills we needed. But <laughs> end of days was not bad. I yeah. didn't mind it. Like, I, I I, I we got most it. of the highlights during the um, the rehearsal part, so. Yes. But yeah, I think um, Cracker and Eureka making out, eating yep. each other was funny. It was, yeah. it was fine. And, and I know they were being, we didn't know at the time, but we know they were judged individually. If it was a team challenge, the Vixen should have been glad she was on that team. Absolutely. Because she was the dead weight in mm-hmm. it. Bibster. <laughs> the concept was so messy. Yep. Dusty was eh at best as the schizo girl. Yep. Monique, as Tanisha, spelled just like it sounds, was fine, but her bit didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Going from Cammy to the narrator was not good. No. I I don't know where the joke was going for them. I understand what they wanted to do. So, here... Why was Cammy in the cafe, but then we cut to Mayhem in the same cafe... Mm Mm-hmm. Was that the lie that it was Cammy the white girl to Mayhem the black girl? Yes. If so, it didn't make sense. No. Didn't work. Did not read. Nope. It, it didn't get it. It reminds me of, and I I'm, I don't think it's running anymore, so nobody's going to make fun of me or come attack me, but do you remember when The Perfect Crime off-Broadway, it was this play that was mm-hmm. so convoluted at the Snapple Theater Center um, that was so convoluted, they had to give a printout after the show. That explained what happened. And I feel like that's what they had to do on the runway. Probably. They're like, oh, we were doing this, and I became Cammy, and I was... No, girl. Now, it's got to come across. what's interesting, and I'm surprised it hasn't been clocked, is, as we see in Untucked, we have a lot of race issues. Mm-hmm. If it's an app called Fibster, and you're posing as the white girl, <sighs> who's then appearing mm-hmm. as the black girl, not a good no. look. No. But no one's talking about that. Yeah. So if I that's think the was, catfish, that's awkward it was and was not good. It was not, not in today. good at all. Not no. in today. No. But like they were trying to make it the dominatrix part, like yeah. the sweet girl, but no, she's actually dominant. Did not read Nope. In which case, then thinking back to the script, see now we're just gonna we're gonna dramaturge the out of That's this. what we're here. Um really Cameron should have just been the narrator. Absolutely. Done the whole thing. Mayhem should have been behind the computer, dressed like, oh I'm so cute, exactly. I'm so nice. And then behind the menu I'm going to tie you up. Yeah. That was it. Done. There's your script. Best yeah. of Fringe. You're going to win. Yeah. It was It was not good. Um, yeah. But I'm sure there will be some articles, but mm-hmm. 
honestly, there probably won't be because the Vixen and Aquaria. We, we got some other things to talk yeah. about. Yep. And Madame Butterflies. Mm. Asia wins. Asia Enough says. Yep. That's it. That's it. Like, steps out of that, like, Encino Man reboot. Like, the female Encino Man. Yeah. Which, actually, now I'm kind of into. We should actually reboot Encino Man okay. with, like, I don't know, Tiffany Haddish. Sure. Let's do um, and it's just so good. Here's the only problem with it. And it's not their fault. Why is it a Madam Butterfly joke? And the others are like... It should have just been called Butterface. Butterface. That's it. Yep. Is a banging body more important than a cute face? <sighs> Depends on what it's for. <laughs> no. I've been, I, I like a pretty face. Sure. I prefer the pretty sure. face. Sure. Pretty face, skinny boy body. Oh, wait. That's Blair Sinclair. True. Huh? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> She's all yours. She's all yours. Do you think Aquaria asked Milk to borrow the Pinocchio nose? <sighs> that was just left over from All Stars. I think so. It. I mean, how many of those are there around? Yeah, I don't know. But the at the end of the day, Yuha's writing was not good, and nope. the concept was lost. And again, lost in translation. Yeah. So judges critique. Mm-hmm. They worked as teams, but they're being judged individually. Asia O'Hara, Eureka, Blair St. Clair were the tops, mm-hmm. while Yuha, Hamasaki, Cameron Michaels, and Mayhem Miller were the bottoms of the week. Mm-hmm. Agree? Disagree? How, where, where are we feeling? Um, I, for the most part, agree. Because I was looking at a combination of their performances in the videos and their runways, which we'll get into whether or not runways are being judged. Aquaria. Um, I think this was a I, it made sense to me. I wasn't angry at any of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was fair. And I feel like Cameron, you automatically knew she was safe because the video was bad, but the runway was so now, bad. Now, I would have put Cameron safe, put Dusty there. Mm. Because the runway was Because the runway so wasn't bad. at the level. Mm-hmm. But Dusty's was so good in the video. She didn't have much to work with. And I, I didn't think so. Mm. I didn't think it was that good. I will have to go back and watch her specifically again. Yeah. But because the rest of it was such a mess, I was maybe. like, oh, you're the cream of the mm, right. crop. Well, yeah. maybe that's it. But yeah. let's go through each. Blair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Michelle felt like felt her looks uh, was very arts and crafts, which mm-hmm. Carson disputed. Carson commended her for her leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was our first moment where we heard Courtney Love. Yes. Um... <laughs> Boy, those drugs have really melted her brain. Wow. What's funny is I I had an uncle who was very, very into the drugs. He was a hell's angel. And I went right back to that. I was like, because then he stopped doing them because he got older. And then the the brain just melts. Yeah. She, I mean, she's sober. Yeah. She was. Those things stay in. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Scary to watch. And sad I, to watch. Sad to watch. And I, thankfully, they didn't have much of her. They just had little bits and pieces. Um, I hope she knew where she was. Me too. Yeah. That's yeah, all I hope. Eureka. They mm. loved her for being her in the challenge. And Courtney loved the raven on her hand. Yep. You know what I loved? I loved the raven, and I noticed it. I wish there was, like, more production value. I wish there was, like, puppetry to it. I wish she moved the raven. I yeah. wish the raven, like... I don't know. I'm going too far. Probably. But probably. It's okay. Edit, Cody. Edit. Mayhem. Beautiful color, but the commercial brought her down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the first to throw Monique under the bus, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. during Untucked. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. So, Cameron, Carson calls her Maleficere. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Nico is shocked that she's in the bottom. And I just have to tell a little Nico story. Oh, yes, please. Um, so for Lady Liberty Snatch Game, mm-hmm. they weren't open yet, so I had to wait online. I was like, really? I have to wait online? I'm a fucking Did judge. you judge that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm waiting online to get in, blah, 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 blah. And I'm talking to this, like, really hot guy and, like, his lady, whatever. He's like, this has happened all the time. I was like, yeah, we do Lady Liberty, like, uh, once a week, usually during season 10. He's like, oh, cool. I'm judging on season 10. It's like, what? Huh? Huh? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm Nico. I was like. Oh, I oh. now know who you are. Yep. And then he like he loved Lady Liberty. Yeah. Like followed Rose and Rose freaked out. I was like, um. why is Nico Torelli um following me? And I was like, he was there. Yeah. So yeah. And then they had an exchange apparently like on Instagram last night and Sure. Like you do. Yeah. I'm still confused that his name his name isn't Tortellini. 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 That's uh, that's what I call him every Tortellini. time. Tortellini Weedy. Tortellini Weedy. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm sure he doesn't have a twirly weenie. No, no, he doesn't look like it. It's got a little more. It's, it's a good size. Yeah. It's a good size. Um, yeah. So Michelle called her, called her performance flat, mm-hmm. but she just blames the lack of funny lines. Interesting. Since she you wrote. all wrote them. Mm-hmm. Asia. They loved it. I say nothing. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Um, yes. <laughs> Asia's face won the day. Blah, 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 blah. I still hate Tweety. Um, Yuha. Michelle doesn't understand the red flowers in the goth dress. She tries to explain the Asian influence despite nothing, no one getting it. Yep. Michelle thinks her look was more club kid than ugly in the video. Yes. She, to me, with the face and the hairs coming out, looked like somebody who had, like, an animal challenge and said, go look like a lynx, like a beautiful snow sure. leopard. And then, so that's when Yuha puts on the beautiful face and then sticks some hair on. So what could Yuha have done better? I feel like she could have played, at least on her face, with perspective more. You know, when we queens, spoiler alert, when we rebuild our faces, we rebuild them with makeup. So you use the darks and the lights and, you know, make your face more feminine she should have just like gone a completely different direction because she's such a beautiful boy mm-hmm. she looks more like a woman when she's a boy yes she does she just should have gone full man and just yeah. made herself a man face well asia ends up winning the challenge and she wins gift cards to casper and delish sure i won a gift card last night to starbucks oh great i don't know what i did but i won one sure good I don't for know you how much it is but i'm gonna use it Go get some coffee drips before you go on, you know, your four-show marathons. But there's no fucking Starbucks near Rock Bar, is there? <sighs> no. Yeah, well, I mean, there is right off the train. Yeah, so get it on the train. That's what we usually do in that area. We'll get it from the train, and then we'll walk it over. Which will be done by the by the time you get to With the, the way I drink it, yes. Well, Blair, Eureka, and Cameron are safe, leaving Mayhem and Yuha to do Celebrity Skin by Hole. Mm-hmm. I love this song. I love the song. It's always uncomfortable for me. Why? When the singer or artist is in the room. Why? I think it's an honor. I don't know. I'd, maybe it's not I'm uncomfortable. It's I would feel uncomfortable in that position. Because I would feel like I'm not up to it. Or if I'm not selling it, I'm like disappointing them. I, I guess I just have like a... So like you would feel awkward or uncomfortable singing Sondheim in front of Sondheim? Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. I feel like he would like yell at me for missing a minor third and then, like, lock me in his sex dungeon. It's not real. I, I, I don't know that. It's not not real until I don't not see it. True. That's, <laughs> am I going to be Sondheim one day? Is that my future? I don't know. No. I don't know. Who knows? So Yuha has a lot of fun with the number. Mm-hmm. Mayhem brings the attitude. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give a hot take. Yeah. I really think the contacts are what saved Mayhem. Yes. If they, she didn't have the contacts, she would not have won. Because she did very little besides facials. I loved her ripping out the feathers. I felt that they were in a good point in the show. But you're right. The contacts made it rock and made her demonic in a good way. Yep. And that's what saved her. That's it. I will say there were some slip-ups on Yuha's side. She had the dress on and she immediately took it off. Mm-hmm. I would have like... Made it a thing later in the song. Um, she did a split out of nowhere. Yeah. Which I love. I can't do a split. Lord, I can't do that. But you have to time it to the music. And it has to come from a place. I mean, potentially, to be fair, that's not really a song where you can time it. What? Um, There's not a split moment in, no, in the whole song? No. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, I mean, to be fair, like it was, it was a probably one of the harder lip sync yep. songs because mm-hmm. it's not in the gay canon of no music. One, no, none of those girls had it already done. No. There are some songs that are done for lip syncs and you're like, oh, I've got Like there, there are certain, there's a demographic of drag queens who will do this song. Yeah. Anyone who's probably been on Dragula's done yep. it. Anyone um, or, you know, Violet Tendency, if you're yes, listening, I'm sure, please start doing that song. She probably already has. She probably already has. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it was a choice, but it, it was mm-hmm. fine. I, yeah. I appreciate it, um, but by gay people. By gay people. Um, it was really sad to see like Yuha like moments after like she was so sad she cried yeah. her mascara off. Like, well, part of that she did a little bit in the song. She did yeah. pull down on her face a little bit. That did pull down a little bit of her makeup. I wish in the song she had really done it because mm-hmm. if you're gonna do you know 
you know, you're gonna do a hole, you're gonna do Courtney Love, just smudge yeah, your face smudge and get up. into it. Um, but it was really sad. She's the first New Yorker. We lost a New Yorker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. So, let's just do it. Let's talk yep. about... You know, I forget. We're not going to talk about it. No, nope, no one talked today. Kidding, kidding. Uh, we could, this could be another separate episode. Yeah. So, this Oof. is probably one that will be known for being infamous yep. because of the drama and how it unfolds. Yep. So, Monique fears that she's going to be thrown under the bus. Mm-hmm. Just you wait. Get those phone calls ready, girl. <laughs> you are. I am surprised that her bill did not come in this week, and it was just... So expensive because she was making these calls. So Monique states that Yuha is easily the weakest member of their team. Mm-hmm. Monique believes that she allowed her team to bring their ideas to the table and that it was a team effort. Lies. No. This is not a cheerocracy. No. no. And, and if it's not going to be, own it. Aquaria tries to speak up for Mayhem mm-hmm. and says that she gets hounded by the big personalities. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, girl... This is Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Did you think they were going to be like little personalities? And then the vixen is staring Aquaria <sighs> down as Monique calls the two of them out. Yep. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. And I love it because of the placement. They're on the opposite ends of the like setup. Mm-hmm. Vixen's by herself on the couch. And you're right. She has just been staring. Yeah. So it starts off with Cracker calling both girls provocative mm-hmm. people, both of whom are very smart. Yep. Aquaria knows where the scab is and where to put the salt. Mm-hmm. The vixen will push every button until she finds the right one. Yep. Which is, again, Cracker is so smart. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what it is. But we'll talk a little bit more about Cracker yeah. later. So the vixen was flared up by Aquaria calling her out her best drag and being called negative. Mm-hmm. And she reminds everyone that she is here to fight. Yes. Because she said it literally when she it, walked it, in. She said it when she walked in and she had a cameo with it written on a note. Right. And I almost wonder... Is she playing up this character that she perceived herself to be? Yeah. Or is this the vixen in real life, too? I, I would love to know from the Chicago girls if this is how she comes off on the scene. Because, like, if that's the case, who would want to work with yeah. her? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Aquaria gets an enlightenment session. Mm-hmm. Cracker thinks that she goes around just to pick a fight. Monique was on the defensive when Aquaria made a comment just because it was her. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Aquarius' sense of humor and jokes just don't land well. No. And again, going back to our previous thought, it is from her coming from a drag race view of drag. Yeah. I have to be snipey. I have to be shady. Like, I gotta throw shade. She's like, I need to be Aja so I can get a t-shirt made yep. and I can be ass back. Yeah. If I don't win. But I'm going to win because I define drag. Yeah. So... <sighs> In one of the most cringeworthy moments, Dusty brings it back to pre-drag race and says that she can't call her a friend because she was standoffish and a bleep to mm-hmm. her. Dusty tries to lay it out to Aquaria um, about how she's perceived, but doesn't do the best of jobs doing it. Dusty yeah. was not good in this situation. No, and I, I don't know if she was still reeling from her confession earlier. Or I think she was trying a... to say the right words, but mm-hmm. couldn't get them out yeah. properly this because of her own issues with Aquaria. Yeah. And which is so funny because I, I have, I mean, I always say that I haven't actually seen Aquaria work because I'm an old lady and I go to bed before she goes on at yeah. places. But I know that they have worked together and I know that, you know, Aquaria's been at Look Queen and Dusty Hosts and. Well, right. Be, I mean, because Aquaria won once. Yep. Um, but I know there's also, I mean, Dusty also is a very polarizing figure mm-hmm. in the community as well. Yeah. Um, like I, I will say that when I was on Facebook earlier yesterday, uh, Britta was like, I can't wait for this episode. I was like, oh, Dusty's gone. Yeah. Cause they do not get along. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't that. that. It no, wasn't that. Isn't it ironic that, um, Britta took over Dusty's job? Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, that is the way the New York City drag that's, scene that's work. It. We're all just flipping cards and shuffling tables. But you know what? Individually, they're both brilliant. Yeah. I love them both for different reasons. Yep. But when asked what the difference between Aquaria and the Vixen making snide comments, Aquaria breaks down and starts to cry. Oh, girl. The Vixen immediately goes into calling out that she's an angry black woman scaring the little white girl. And what's funny is, and sad is, I know Aquaria was unaware of that. Absolutely. She had no idea that that's how it's going to be or could be perceived. And I think that's a little bit of what breaks her. Yeah. It's it's like 
you know, it's an enlightenment thing. It's an enlightenment thing. She 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 has been awokened. Yeah. So the vixen is actually angry that Aquaria is crying, mm-hmm. and Monique calls her out for being on the defensive, as that is only her perception of the situation. Yes. Cracker then asks the vixen if she could not escalate things in the future, but she claps back and says, "Being uh, being a ten is what got her on the show." Yes, and I, I understand it. I understand, you know. It coming from, you know, a white queen telling a black queen, just be polite about it, and that's not fair. Um, There are some times, though, when you have to step back. There are so many times, you know, on, on, on the drag Facebook where things come up, and I'm watching, and I don't even post that, like, Michael Jackson gif of, like, the yeah. popcorn eating. I just watch, yeah. because it's not my place. And then what was interesting for me was... Monet coming to the defense of the Vixen immediately. Yeah. And I wonder if that... So has Monet been in that position before? I don't Does know. Does she see herself in Vixen and says, I used to be that, because it, like, you gotta calm you down, girl. could see Cracker was not thrilled with that response yeah. either. Um, so then the entire group comes back mm-hmm. and discuss, Oh yeah, I forgot. Everybody's been gone. Yeah. So they, we gotta catch everybody up on it. Right, and we discuss the Vixen-Aquaria fight. Mm-hmm. Aquaria says she understands. Mm-hmm. The Vixen says act like it. Yeah. This is not going to be the end of this battle. Th- I, th- this is not maybe the for end. tonight, but for maybe now. for tonight. But it is going to come back and come back and come back. Yeah. So Yuha explains her critiques and how they were not understood. Mayhem says that her commercial is what sent her to the bottom. Eureka calls out the bus that Monique was thrown directly mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, Monique back on the defensive wants to know what happened, but Mayhem just says she followed her lead and didn't want to ruffle feathers. Yeah. Eureka tries to explain why they might hold their tongue because Monique is a very assertive person. Mm -hmm. And again, Monique is just not having this. No. And that's basically all we get. Yuha is sad to leave because she feels she is weaker than the girl she was up against, which Mm -hmm. is sad to think about. Yeah. Um, And she packs up wearing a giant white robe and cries during the letters. Yeah. It was cute. Um, And that was untucked. That was untucked. It was was a big untucked. Yeah, it was a lot. And I feel like it's not, like we said, it's not the end of any of this. No, and I'm very worried. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable because it wasn't, it wasn't like a big Shangela Mimi on first fight. It was just a elephant in the room, uncomfortable anxiety. And it's just going to stay. It's going to be there. Yep. Got some burning questions. Oh God, I forgot about this. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. She's got the Ankh Game 1. She has a new music video. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen it going around. It's a thing. It's funny. It's a thing. Yep. What's next for you, huh? Ooh. (sighs) I feel like, based on her elimination, she's going to give us, like, some epic, like, peaking opera, like, Chinese opera production about death and destruction and she's gonna be able to explain all these things that run in her head and have it come out maybe yeah i don't know where's it gonna be done pieces 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 is now a peaking opera house (laughs) (laughs) what will happen next in the battle of aquarium and the vixen and will this get resolved on the show or during the reunion oh god no no this is gonna go on um because i feel like um i i don't know her so I don't know if this is true, but Aquaria is young, and I think she's still in that mentality that she can do no wrong, and yeah. she still has not processed what has happened. Yeah. And the Vixen will not just let that go. So no. it's just going to be all season long, until one of them goes home. Yeah. Who's in danger for the next episode? Oof. You know what's funny? Going into this episode, I thought it was Eureka. I thought, oh, Eureka's, you know, in her head, and she's not going to be able to go full out because of the knee. And then she turns it out. She did. Not just in the challenge, but in the runway. And so I'm excited to see what she's doing. I, I'm nervous about Mayhem. I am too. She's a seasoned girl, but she's in her head. I mean, I've said it last week. I I think once they gave us that redemption story in the first episode, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of time. Yep. Um... I don't know what this next challenge is going to do for her. I don't think it's going to go well. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't um, watch. I didn't watch. I believe the what's we're next. doing a ball. A ball. Okay. I don't. Um, Let's bring it. I. I mean, is she gonna make something pretty? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what her sewing skills are. At least it's not an acting challenge. Right. Um, but again, like you say, the sort of reality show archetype is: who did we hear about this week about 
their backstory. Right. And once you hear a backstory, start ticking that clock. I mean, maybe it's Dusty. Maybe, maybe. it's Dusty. I mean, again, Mayhem did win that mm-hmm. first challenge, which was a design challenge. Yep. So we know she can make something. Yeah, she can make something out of nothing. Can yep. she make something out of something? Those are two very different things. Yes. Yep. So it will be very interesting. I, I would say I'm worried for Dusty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because she didn't do great in the design challenge either. No. No. So I, it's going to be interesting to and see And like she, she was the third of the bottom in the design challenge, so mm-hmm. it could be her time. Yeah. And as long as she doesn't get in her head and remember that, if she just puts that challenge away and moves on, yeah. we might be okay. But we'll see. We shall see. Yeah. Well, this was a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Coco, Miss Rock Bar. Ooh, thank you for having me. A huge thanks to Coco for chatting. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave us a review while you're there. And visit our Patreon to become a patron today. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.